Morning. Morning. I'm going to speak from down here, just to make it a little bit more in time, mate. Is that all right? Is that okay? Good. Excellent. And now to make it trendy, I'm just going to do that as well. Because now I'm cutting edge, shall we know? Are you well? Yes. Yes, so am I. Thanks so much for asking. Some of you have, anyway. But uh, lovely to be here this morning. I, I want to I wanna check. The level of knowledge that we have in this place, because I've come to realise it's amazing what some people know, but it's equally amazing what some people don't know. So I've got I've got a little list here of stuff. All right, so it's just it's just it's amazing what you can do with an iPhone. Uh, you won't be able to do this with a BlackBerry because you, they never worked, did they? But anyway. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, how long did the Hundred Years' War last? Anybody like to offer a suggestion? How long did the Hundred Years' War last? No, 116 years, apparently. From the, you see, I'm, I'm speaking it like I've got knowledge. It's all here. It's all here. You don't need to remember anything. You just need to know where to access information these days. Okay, which country makes Panama hats? Anybody like to suggest? Is it Panama? No, it's not. It's Ecuador. All right. Um, from which animal do we get cat gut? Sheep. Sheep, correct. And horses, apparently. Very good. Look at you. Yeah. Hang on, hang on. Just cuffs. All right, okay. Um, in which month do Russians celebrate the October Revolution? <laughs> Anybody want to hazard a guest? November, that's right. Because it was in October that it happened, wasn't it? Okay. What is a camel's hairbrush made of? Not an actual camel's hairbrush. <laughs> that would be funny, wouldn't it, watching a camel brush itself? <laughs> Squirrel fur. Right. Uh, yeah. Some of you going, yeah, yeah, I know that. <laughs> okay, the Canary Islands and the Pacific are named after what animal? <laughs> no, not a bird, dogs. The Latin name was Insularia Canaria, Island of the Dogs. Did you pick up that Latin twang then? It was good, wasn't it? It had the edge, didn't it? Okay. One more, because I'm getting bored myself now. Okay. <laughs> Where are Chinese gooseberries from? Sainsbury's. <laughs>
from the age of 21 to 70 and retained all you read, you would be one and a half million years behind when you finished. <laughs> I'm not going to school, Mum. Yeah, there's no point. No point. That's incredible, isn't it? Absolutely incredible. And uh, do you remember Arthur C. Clarke? He used to be on TV. I think was, was he a science fiction writer? I think initially wasn't he? But he said, for every man, educate for every man, education should be a process which continues all his life. We have to abandon as swiftly as possible the idea that schooling is something restricted to youth. How can it be in a world where half the things a man knows at 20 are no longer true at 40? And half the things he knows at 40, this is the upsetting bit, hadn't been discovered when he was 20. So knowledge is a bizarre thing. And I don't know where you are this morning in terms of what you feel you know about the world. And what you feel you know about life. And what you feel you know about God. But may I suggest to you this morning that possibly what you knew about God may not even be true anymore 20 years further on. Because you've learned something new. And I think there's a great platform when you read people like Arthur C. Clarke saying that. And when we understand how knowledge changes. I think that gives a great platform for you here this morning. Whoever you are, whatever your experience of God has been, whatever your journey with God has been or not with God has been, whatever your journey through life has been, I think there's a great platform for you to stand on and say, okay, I can learn something this morning that I didn't really know about. And and may may I say to you, is it possible this morning that actually what you think you know about God isn't true? And would you maybe this morning even be prepared to say, do you know what? I'm going to accept that I might just learn something new this morning. You see, it's amazing what people know. An ostrich's eye is bigger than its brain. <laughs> Some of you are wondering whereabouts in the Bible that's found out. <laughs> Butterflies taste with their feet. A duck's quack doesn't echo and nobody knows why. And apparently, all polar bears are left-handed. <laughs> Did anybody know that? Anybody been caught by a left-hand from a polar bear and you were getting ready to receive a right-hand? <laughs> oh, that because the left-handed then. Did anybody know any of those things? No. Does anybody really feel better now they do? <laughs> a little bit disappointed by that response, if I'm really, really honest. But it is amazing what people know. But you know what saddens me? It's amazing what people don't know. That's the thing that really saddens me. Because I meet all kinds of really knowledgeable people and know all sorts of stuff about all sorts of things. But you know what? They've never actually come to a place where they've been able to actually know something about God. They've learned and amassed all kinds of information and experiences through life. And it is amazing what people know, but it's equally sad what people don't know. Do you know, we can be convinced that we know something to be right, but it's actually not right. I, 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 I read purely for the little true life sections that somebody sends them to me, Reader's Digest. Okay, and uh, I read this brilliant little story which just highlighted the point. It said, I met a friend in a bar and noticed two pretty girls looking at me. As I walked past, I heard one of them say, Nine. Feeling chuffed, I swaggered up to my friend and told him 
that they just rated me 9 out of 10. I don't want to ruin it for you, he replied, but when I walked past, I noticed that they were speaking German. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, like, no, I didn't say no, no. <laughs> and he's trying to stay, he's like, he's like, we can be so convinced that we know what something's about. Have you noticed that? We can be so convinced we've got the deal sealed, so no. But actually, we've completely, completely missed the point. And I find it a great sadness that people miss the point when it comes to God and when it comes to Christianity. They, they think they know everything. They think that they know there's no God. I was so pleased to speak to a group of young fellas, 17, 18 years old, and running, running a thing called Reason to Believe. And uh, three of them came at the beginning of the few nights. They said, we arrived and we didn't really believe in God. Three nights into it, we really start to believe there is a God. I'm just pleased that these kinds of people can say, do you know what? I'm willing to learn. I'm willing to learn. I understand that the next service and the Bishop baptisms, and one of the guy 18 months ago was an atheist, and 18 months later, he knows the Lord, and he's wanting to say to people, do you know what? There was a time when I didn't know God. And in fact, it was worse than that. I didn't even believe that he was there. But 18 months later, I'm standing up and I'm telling you, I know him, and I'm proud to know him, and I'm pleased to know him. It's amazing what people know, but the great sadness is it's amazing what people don't know. The Bible says... There's no one righteous. That means there's no one perfect. We would all subscribe to that, I'm sure. But there's no one that God would look down on and say, Do you know what? He's did enough to make me love him. That's what that Bible sentence means. There's no one righteous. Not even one. There's no one who understands. No one who understands. They don't have the knowledge. No one who seeks God. All have turned away. And they have together become worthless. There is no one who does good. Not even one. That's what the Bible says. Of human beings. But I want to tell you folks this morning. An amazing thing can take place. Do you know what? You actually this morning. If you've never said yes to God. Can open up your life to him. But throw it wide open and say God. Do you know I don't even know whether you're really there. But what I'm saying to you is. I'm willing to give it a shout. And I want to make this promise to you. I really honestly believe. You'll move. It might be over a period of time. But you'll move from not knowing about God. To knowing about God. Do you know, I'm so chuffed the day I said yes to God. I'm so pleased. I, I'm, all my understandings of it, all my experiences were, were not the best. But I'm so glad that there came a day in my life when I managed to put to one side all that I'd known and not known about God. And I managed to discover something incredible. That all that I'd known and not known about God was just, it was just insignificant. Because you see, now I know God. I know, I know God, I'm, I'm learning a lot more. But now I'm not God. And you know what, you, you can get to know him this morning for yourself. It doesn't matter what experiences you've had. You can get to know God yourself. It's amazing what we know, but it's amazing what we don't know. Did you know the cigarette lighter was invented before the match? Did you know that? That's probably not appropriate this morning for church, is it? <laughs> so we'll be going, cigarette lighter. No, never heard of them, never heard of them. It's possible to lead a cow upstairs, but not downstairs. Did you know that? <laughs> now that's going to be, there must be like hundreds of cows upstairs in, in housing. <laughs> this farmer said, there's got to be one, there's got to be one, and the cow's going, no, I can't, I can't get down, I can't get down. Not without a stunner, not without a stunner, I can't get down. Elephants are the only animals that can't jump. Did you know that? Yeah, you did, all right, okay. <laughs> A crocodile cannot stick its tongue out. 
If Barbie was life size, her measurements would be <laughs> 39, 23, 33. She'd be seven feet two inches tall, so I won't be in with a shout. <laughs> five foot five in Mr. Letto's. You know what I mean? <laughs> It's amazing what people know, but the great sadness is, it is brilliant, and I, I love finding things out. When I was at school, I wasn't much into history and all that kind of stuff, and it's like now I'm on catch-up, you know what I mean? I love, like, the history of anything at the moment, because I'm just feeling like I need to catch up on stuff that, that I didn't really know, that I would pay no attention particularly. And so it's amazing what you can know, but it's equally amazing what people don't know. Do you know one of the saddest stories I've ever read? And let me just read this story again. This was in Reader's Digest. And I don't know if it, if it was told as one of these funny stories. But to me, when I read it, do you know, it actually genuinely made me cry. Browsing in a cheap jewellery shop, my daughter overheard two teenagers excitedly looking through the crucifixes. I like this one, said the first girl. It's serious bling. Oh no. Look at this one, said the other girl. It's got a little man on it. I can't believe it. Such is the lack of knowledge about this little man. Such is the lack of knowledge about the symbolism of, of, of what that means, of who that is. Oh no, look at this, it's serious thing. It's got a little man on it. Uh, and to me, what saddens me in this world is that increasingly people are not realising who this little man is. The, the, to, to, to kind of demote him to just being a, a, an accessory is it, it, so minimising everything that Jesus was about and is about. Let, let me tell you about this little man. A few sentences in the Bible give us an insight as to what this little man was actually about. This is how God showed his love upon us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. This is love. Not that we love God, but that he showed his love to us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice. That word atoning sacrifice is an incredible. It, it tells us why this little man came down. He was put on a cross. That's accurate. But the reason he was put on a cross is several things were taking place. You see, this little man on a little cross on a chain that's going to be worn around the neck has nothing to do with a piece of jewellery. 2,000 years ago, Jesus came down to planet Earth. Why? Because if God was showing his love amongst us, to a world who didn't want to know, who didn't know him by and large, he wanted to say, look, I know about you. You might not know about me, but I know about you. I know about all the things you've done. I know about all the people you've offended. I know about all the people you've hurt. I know about all the people that you've, that you've upset. I know about all the people that you've been good to. But I want to tell you, I know all about you, but I love you. And for me, this is what's so exciting about this man. God was letting us know just how much he loves us. It's amazing what people know. They can know the love of a partner, and that's fantastic. But the greatest thing is to know the love of God. To, 
to know God's love in your life, changing you and making you into the person that you're happy to be, let alone the person that God is happy for you to be. And how did he do it? That little atoning sacrifice. It's a bit of a Bible expression. Let me explain it to you. Atoning sacrifice basically means that truth, and, and, and I'm sure, I'm sure you would agree, when somebody does something wrong, that there's natural things that need to take place, punishment. In a couple of weeks' time, I start my um, service to the, the public, and I've got to start jury service. And I'll be asked to make a decision about whether he'd done it, Your Honour. And if he'd done it, then this is what needs to take place. And it's interesting, in our legal system at the moment, many of us are up in arms, aren't we, about, that's not right, he, he should have got more than that, how come he gets only that, but he gets that? And it seems up the swanny, but do you know what I've discovered about God? That I've got to know about God, is he, he will punish us if we don't accept his love. And, and that's what that atoning sacrifice is about. It's about Jesus taking the punishment for you and I, because we've left God out. Jesus took the punishment that we deserve. You might not know it, but may I suggest to you this morning, you begin to get to know that too. Because we can know about all kinds of stuff, but wouldn't you agree that that is a phenomenal thing to know about? It might be that you're already a Christian here this morning, and do you know what? Sometimes I forget, I think we forget we know. You Just the mundaneness of life, the routine, the challenges, the hardships, that... Life just seems to, to throw at you. Don't, don't you forget sometimes, it's not like we don't know about it, but we've kind of forgotten about the knowledge we've got about it. And it might be for you this morning that it's time to, for you to say yes to God again. I said, you know what, God, actually, I've kind of forgotten all about it. But I'll help you to get to know it all again this morning. It's amazing what people know, but it's amazing what people don't know. People don't know. Jesus died for them. People don't know that his death means we can know God personally. People don't know that when Jesus came back alive, it meant that you and I can live. For those of us who say we do know it, we need to make sure that as many people know about it as possible, don't we? That's what we need to be doing. It's amazing what people know, but it's amazing what we don't know. Did you know that no word in the English language rhymes with month? Did you know that? So you're going through the alphabet, no, not the alphabet, you're going through your, your vocabulary now, aren't you? Uh, the electric chair was invented by a dentist. <laughs> That's worrying, isn't it? <laughs> women spend, sorry, no, women, sorry, it's a typo. Women blink twice as much as men. Sorry, I just a, a little mistake there. <laughs> sorry, it's just a glare. <laughs> Your nose and ears never stop growing. It's physically impossible to lick your elbow. And what's more, you'll try it when you get home. <laughs> it is amazing what people know. Is it? I, I don't know all those. These are all of these emails that I've got. But I, I love learning stupid little things. You never know when it'll come in handy in a quiz. <laughs> Hopefully. But it is amazing what people don't know. A lady called Barbara couldn't understand why she was losing so badly at Trivial Pursuit. I love this. Nevertheless, she persevered, rolling the dice and landing on science and nature. 
The question was, if you're in a vacuum and somebody calls your name, can you hear it? Barbara frowned and then asked, is the vacuum on or off? <laughs>
He forgives people. He heals people. He transforms people's situations. Folks, I'm telling you about a God that I know can totally transform your life. Why don't you gain some knowledge about that God? Why don't you even this morning say yes to him where you stand? Why don't you stop saying no to God or stop saying maybe and start to say yes to God? It might be that you can't make the big yes and go full hog, but could you maybe say the little yes? Could you maybe say, yeah, all right then. But you know, the real way to get to know God, the real way to move from not knowing to knowing is by saying a big yes. By throwing your life wide open and saying, all right, God, let me out. Here's my life. I'm putting it in your hands. I, I want to find your agenda and your plans for my life. I, I want to turn away from living life my own way and, and now I want to live life your way. And you can do that because 2,000 years ago, Jesus dealt with the very thing that stops you connecting with God. And that is your independent living. You're living life without God. And by saying yes to God, you're acknowledging that Jesus dealt with that 2,000 years ago when he died on the cross. Say yes to him this morning. Connect with this supernatural, amazing God. Connect with this powerful God. But connect with this personal God. I want you to know him as personal, not just as powerful. Because he's personal. Why don't you say yes to God this morning? Let's pray. this morning you've never said a big yes to God. Might be that you believed he was there, might be that you didn't, I don't know. But you've never said yes to God, you've never put your life in God's hands, you've never turned away from living life without God and, and made that choice and that decision to live life with God and to know God personally. If that's you, then why don't you just now say yes to God and so for whatever one of those three reasons, just now where you are, 
and say yes to God. Don't question whether you're going to do it or not. Just do it in your own heart. Say yes to God. Arrest your mind. Arrest your thoughts now. And say, yes, God. Yes, God. Just Mr. Nadal would love to help you a little bit more. God bless. It's been great to be here. Thank you. 